Welcome back in, everyone, to a wonderful new Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We are so excited to be welcoming back one of our favorite performing artists onto our show. And joining us today, we have the creator and performer, Tommy Wofford, who's got a great new show coming up here in the city called Tommy and Friends. And it's December 4th at 7 p.m. at the Chelsea Table and Stage. You can get tickets and more information by visiting ChelseaTableAndStage.com or head over to Tommy's Instagram and click on the link in his bio to get those tickets. But we are so excited about another show coming to us from this great artist. So let's go ahead and welcome on our guest to learn more about this. Tommy, welcome back to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Oh man, it's so good. It's so good to be back here, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm so happy to have you here. There's been so much going on with you since we last spoke. You're now in college and you're putting together this great new show. I believe the last time we spoke, you had just done this Jay-Z show you were putting together. And now here we are with this new show, Tommy and Friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, like I was really looking to do cover performances. And right now I'm in a space where I'm doing my own stuff. Like I'm in college, like you're saying, and being in college, writing new music, and now being in more closer to New York and closer to the city, being here in Philly, it's just like a perfect time and opportunity to showcase, you know, the songs that I've been writing for my musicals and and projects that I have in development. Yes. And and I'm excited about this upcoming show, Tommy and Friends, because not only are you creating, but you're stepping it back into the performing light. So can you tell us a little bit about what this show is? Absolutely. So uh, the the main core and, and premise of this show is new musicals that I'm writing with uh, a good friend and collaborator named Jamie L. Uh, Burkhart, who is the producing director of a new theater company in the city called Milky Way Theater Company. And he was like, hey, here's a couple musicals that I want to commission you to write. And so over the past year, like since we've last spoke, I've been writing new songs and we felt like it was the perfect time to start showcasing that work. And we met so many performers through our 54 Below shows, like the two that we did in 2023, you know, this past year. So we had a great, a plethora of performers who know our music, know us. And it just felt like the right time to bring those performers to the forefront and showcase the new ship, the new music. That is so wonderful. Oh, that's exciting. So you mentioned that you're working with this producing director now, and I'm wondering how did the two of you come together and come up with the idea for this particular show that you're putting on? Yeah. So I met Jamie Yell at an event called the Black Rider Showcase, which happened and towards the end of 2022 at 54 Below, I was invited to perform and his his girlfriend, who is actually now on the Mean Girls tour, she was performing in the, in the variety show for a composer she knew, and he happened to be there like to watch her. And so that's when Jamie O first saw my work and was like, hey, I wanna work with this guy. And over, over the year, like we just started developing, you know, new materials and things like that. Tommy and Friends is really a, it's really a head turner and a, a showcase to people of all of the new musicals that we're working on. One's based around like the Harlem Renaissance. Another one is based around ideas of being a struggling artist and, you know, having to struggle through the different, like our economy and being an artist in our economy and what that means. And so, you know, 
having all this, this new music and having the space at Cheslia, it just felt like the right time. And and so JML and I are always working together to put on good cabarets and we've had amazing opportunities thus far in cabarets. And so this is just a great opportunity to venture from 54 and now go to a new venue. I love it. Yeah, you're bringing your show downtown a little bit to the Chelsea table. Yeah. And as we Fashion. get ready to... <laughs> to head into the to the performance i mean as of this recording time we're a little we're just under a week away from it what has it been like developing it and getting it ready yeah i mean for for me it's just being in in these areas like i mean i'm you know my story i'm from central florida originally and so now i'm at this point in my my early early career where i'm no longer like watching theater from afar through Instagram or through, you know, TV and being like, oh, I wish I could go see that show or I wish I could be a part of that that community. Like I'm at a point right now where I'm actually entering into these communities, entering into these spaces. And so the development really looks like us. Like, I mean, we just went and saw two shows with performers who are gonna be in the show. And so talking with those performers about the material, you know, here at University of the Arts, I'm every day working on vocal scores, working on the instrumentation of the music via the school's resources, which is so amazing, and bringing in like my fellow students to also collaborate on it. So really, it's like a, it's like, a, I mean, we call it Tommy and Friends because it really feels like a community of artists just working day in and day out to showcase the, this music that we're so proud of and, and really the stories because the stories is what it's all about. I love that. And I, I do want to slip in a different question in here, kind of, because I'm excited about this. And you've mentioned, you know, this is your original work, but you're also performing. You've got this new collaborator. You've got these great new friends. Now you're up in the area here, in the Tri-State area. So what exactly can audiences expect from this new cabaret performance? What What's the experience we can expect to see and have? Yeah. Previously, like in my other works, you know, it, it always felt like I was talking kind of like from a, a bird's eye view. Right now, I really do feel like I'm in the epicenter. And so I would say that audiences can audiences can expect to hear hear a songwriter who was kind of like wowed by his life and wowed by his experiences. Like I'm not from an inner city. I'm not from New York originally, I'm not from Philly originally. And so as I write about like being a young artist in a mega city, I'm writing about that from the perspective of someone who's from a small town. And so kind of that like shock value, eyes wide, you know, star struck kid who's like his dreams are coming true. You can hear that angst in the music. You can hear like, okay, this is someone who's been you know, working towards having having a place in the arts and it's slowly but surely he feels as if it's the doors are opening up and it's it's finally it's finally it's finally manifesting. I love that. That's so wonderful. And you know, you've kind of led into a question I always ask, which is what is the message or thought you're hoping that audiences take away? You mentioned about, you know, doors opening and finding a place. Is there anything else you're hoping audiences will take away from this? Definitely. I, I hope that audiences also take away that you can you can go see shows, you know, you can go see performances and cabarets and things like that. But one of the things that we're trying to implement 
in ours is that like we have a close relationship with our core performers like our core actors and and performers that we work with we have a really i mean oscar williams i used him for example he was in the original the obc for fun home and I, there's something really unique about like going out to eat with, the, with your performers, you know, seeing shows with your performers. And so when people leave the theater or leave our cabarets, I want them to feel like not only did I just see a show, but I saw a community of artists who love each other, who support each other and who see that as the the tunnel in which the art comes from. It's not like let's all meet together and just make some art or let's all meet together and put on a show. It's we all have this common ground. We all believe in these stories. We all believe in the importance of music and musical theater storytelling. And from that common ground, we're going to do a show. And so I hope the audiences see that in the way that we interact and the way that we perform together. That's really why we're calling it Tommy and Friends. We we really want to drive that 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 fact home. That is wonderful. Well, my final question for this first part is, you know, who do you hope have access to Tommy and Friends down at Chelsea Table and Stage? Yeah, I mean, I'm in cabbage. And so I understand that like shows, I mean, any show is expensive at this point. You know this. I really, really would love to see other college students there. We've been, you know, shopping the show to other college students and like in New York in the greater area. Of course, like, you know, our industry invites, but really just college students, because I feel like I'm writing for people my age. And so that's really our target audience is like people my age. I'm, I'm 19 going on 20. Uh, the work has to do with growing up. The work has to do with finding your own ideas. The work has to do with feeling like a small, a small fish in a big ocean, like, you know, and living in a big city. And so I feel like a lot of college students can relate to that. A lot of my friends, I did Theater Gap Initiative, which is a program out of Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina that helps prepare performers for BFA programs in the performing arts. And so all of my friends from that program and like the college audition project out of Atlanta, all the friends that I got from those experiences who are all now in performing arts schools, I DM them, text them, and I'm getting the same feeling. Like, yeah, sometimes I feel a little isolated. You know, sometimes there's like, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm alone. And sometimes I feel like, you know, it, it, it is harder than I expected. And so I hope that that people who are feeling that way or people with that in that age bracket come to the show and, and, and feel seen in the music. Switch to the second part of our interview. As you know, we like to let our listeners get to know our guests a little bit better. We've had you on a couple of times. So, I mean, we're just going to keep pulling back the layers of the onion here. (laughs) And I want to start by asking you, you know, you are at school at the University of Performing Arts in Philadelphia. But let me ask, how did you get into the performing arts? Sure. Yeah. So my dad... My gosh, as long as I can remember, my dad always was encouraging me to sing and rap. That was like my intro. I did theater because all my friends did theater and it was always there. And I also did theater because like the the girls that I liked were doing theater. So I felt like, okay, like (laughs) let me do theater to be around them. And then as time went on, I found writing. 
And I found writing. I found that I wanted to be a musical theater writer, a playwright. And that's kind of how the journey started for me. I was involved in like, you know, the community theaters back home in Florida. And it just, I mean, domino effect, like snowball effect, just kept growing from there. And here I am still pursuing it. Well, you kind of touched on this in the first part about now being in Philadelphia, working with your co-collaborator and seeing more theater. So I'm going to ask, have you seen any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? Yeah, I saw Spam a lot on Broadway. That was great. I saw The Mind Mangler on Broadway. Just saw those a couple of days ago. Those were great. They did a production of Sasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812 here at the the school not too long ago uh, and that was great so i'm seeing more theater and different types of theater than i've ever seen in my life because you know when you're in community theater it's like we're gonna do a play and like three musicals and that's our season and there that's great to start off with but like now being in the space where it's like and now you're gonna see a magic show and now you're gonna see you know a spoof and now you're gonna see something that like really talks about life it's such a dynamic experience for a creator and something that all creators need to be experiencing theater across all its margins. Absolutely. Oh, some great suggestions there. And, you know, I love that you mentioned you're seeing more theater and different kinds of theater, because I, I want to ask, as a performer, as a creator, what are you most excited to see in the theater? Like, what changes are you most excited to see come to the theater, either in the near future or in the distant future, if you will? Mm. I'm excited to see musical theater, musical theater become less, less like campy and and less like glam and glitter and, and see it become a little bit, see it take on the components of realism, see it take on the components of, I think that like, I'm, I wanna see musicals that feel like plays. Because when you go see a play, especially if it's a play that's like talking on serious themes, you very know very much know why you're there. And there are some musicals that have done that, and but you could probably count them on like two hands, you know, in my opinion, to do it effectively. And so I'm excited to see more musicals touch on serious themes, uh, the same way the great Jonathan Larson did with Rent, and and this and this, the same way people are still doing it now. But I want to see another another wave of that. I'm also just in, interested in seeing theater be done outside of theaters you know we have this thing in society where we're like theater doesn't have to happen in the theater but then we just keep doing it in the theater you know and that's really interesting and it's like we could do theater on the side of a street like I had this great opportunity like this third week of school Avenue of the Arts here in Philadelphia gave me the opportunity to like perform with Around 10 MT students, and they were, we were performing outside of Mean Girls at the Miller Theater here in Philly. And like we got paid to do it, but it was like us, a speaker, and maybe 20 audience members. But it was it was an experience. Like it was a street performing performer experience. And I'm in I'm I'm also incorporating that into my work. Like street performers, subway performers is also a theme in one of our shows. And so I'm so interested in seeing. Musicals talk about real themes in a way that feels realistic and not so campy. And I'm also interested in seeing theater not happening in like proscenium or in the round 
stage spaces and like going into our communities and seeing how we can make theater come alive in that way. I love it. I have to ask, I mean, like I've said, we've had you on a few times, but I have to ask, what is another one of your favorite theater memories? What's, or or just a theater memory of yours that you might want to share with us? I'll, I'll actually say the Mind Mangler was really good. It touched on, it touched on themes like, obviously magic illusion, but it, it kind of made me think about how people are controlled in societies and how greater powers are able to like keep other people weak and through means of of course in the show it was illusion and magic but like you could transpose illusion and magic to like just like trickery like the way things are explained perceived especially to people who don't have the same opportunities or connections to understanding and knowledge and so that that was so recent like that was like four three days ago but i will use that one because that made me think and i'm such i'm so in the theater that make i'm so into theater that makes me think i let the theater like asking myself questions about our society and then also being like that was a really cool magic trick <laughs> yes i completely agree with that absolutely thank you for sharing that well, I want to know, are there any other projects or productions coming on the pipeline for you that we might be able to plug? Yeah, so right now it's Tommy and Friends. Like, we're like really on a press run tour for that. And it's just in a week. I'm back in New York this weekend for our, our you know, three-day rehearsal process, which I'm really excited for. We are planning on doing a 54 Below show in May. And that show will be an actual concert of a full musical score that by that time will be done. And so that's really exciting. The there will be like cutouts or, you know, pieces of that musical at Tommy and Friends. But people who come to Tommy and Friends will actually be the first people to see that music like performed in cabaret style. Yeah. And so we're really excited about about that. We're keeping like all of our titling and all of our like promotion stuff, you know, under wraps right now. But it's Tommy and Friends and then it's May 4th at 54 Below is like our, our tentative date. And then just like seeing what happens. Like I, I'm so blessed to be connected with this great group of people called Hip Hop Musicals, Linda and David, and it's the producers' names. And they just brought me on to work on a musical with them. And so I'm really appreciative of that opportunity. And just seeing where the wind takes us. Like we have so many ideas and we have so many musicals, but we're just going to keep, we're going to keep cabareting and, and, you know, one day, one day I'm going to like be like, oh, Andrew, come do the, the red red carpet for our off-Broadway production. <laughs> yes, and we will be there with bells on to cover that. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. Well, that leads me to my final question, which is if our listeners would like more information about Tommy and Friends or about you, maybe they'd like to reach out to you. How can they do so? Yeah, it's it's Tommy Wilford Official on all the social medias. And I'm really good about getting back to people. Like it's it's actually one of my favorite things. Like people people DM me and they're like, hey, like I just saw footage from a past show, or like, you know, hey, like what are, what are you doing right now? And that's just such a, a great thing, artists and non-artists alike. So Tommy Wilford Official. And then of course, like for tickets to the show, it's Chesley uh, Table and Stage dot com where you can get the tickets to the show the december 4th show and my email is linked to my social and all that so yeah perfect 
Tommy, this has been so wonderful to see you, to catch up, and to Absolutely, get the insight on this great new show. I cannot wait to see it. So thank you so much for chatting with us today. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me back on the show. You guys are one of my favorites. Like, I, I love tuning in and watching you guys' stuff, and I'm always tagging along with, with Stage Whisper. Oh, thank you so much. My guest today has been the amazing theater artist, the creator and performer, Tommy Wofford, whose upcoming show, Tommy and Friends, is playing December 4th at 7 p.m. at the Chelsea Table and Stage. You can get your tickets while they last at ChelseaTableAndStage.com. You can also find a link on Tommy's social media, which is at Tommy Wofford Official. Head over to his Instagram and click the link on his bio. This is a wonderful theater artist that you want to start supporting now. He's going to change the world. Great things are coming from him already, and they're only going to get better. But we can't wait to go out and support Tommy Wofford at his show, Tommy and Friends, December 4th, 7 p.m., Chelsea Table and Stage. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper, 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 whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our brand new website for all things Stage Whisper and theater. You'll be able to find merchandise, tours, tickets, and more. Simply visit stagewhisperpod.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.